Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. Was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1OMG. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello, everybody. We are back with another 90210OMG recap episode. Yeah, on, baby. You've waited for us. We appreciate it. But we are here now and we have so much to talk about. We really do. Yeah, this is episode. Season five, episode five, Rave On, aired October 5th, 1994. Synopsis, Kelly's suspicions about Valerie turn out to be true. Steve launches a club to try to save the peach pit. Dylan develops sticky fingers. Donna sets her eyes on Ray Pruitt. He's here one tea. His mama couldn't afford two. David is feeling a little jelly and Jesse is feeling a little frisky. Directed by David Semmel, written by Larry Mullen. You guys, can I just right off the bat? I've never smoked pot in my life. I have never smoked pot in my life. So you can take this. They are acting like she is a crackhead. I, do you know what I mean? Like they are the pot. She was smoking pot. It was not a thing that people did anywhere legally. <laughs> oh, it's so true. It was a different time. But yeah. like it's it not, is. It's 90210. So we're getting like juicier, but still like, oh. Keep it safe like it's pot. Kelly says, face it, Brandon. Valerie's a pothead. <laughs> it reeked. It reeked. She's so concerned about it. And I was thinking she's like she's been exposed to a lot of drugs because of her upbringing with her mom and it's all the addiction she's around. But, you know, like I, I didn't think it felt right for Kelly to be the one that had a real problem with it. Well, my flag on the play was, look, I don't. Like I said, I've never smoked pot in my life. Valerie's pot problem seems to be really stirring everyone up. Yet Dylan is a falling down drunk, drunk mess, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mess. And 
Valerie's just oh, do, do, do. okay like oh let's make out and I'm like are you what is happening I if I was what plus I've happened to smell the smoke from a marijuana cigarette <laughs> one of them funny cigarettes before and uh you can smell it a mile away totally it smells like a skunk. She's smell she's smoking it in her window and thinking it's not like on her breath like of course people are gonna smell that She's like, I would never smoke it in the house, mind you. She's like, in the window. I did laugh at the incense, though. It's so you, Jenny, the incense. (laughs) That little pot, the little genie pot of incense. (laughs) Insert. But I don't know. I'm sorry, you guys. Did she put the pot, whatever it was? Sorry, I don't know. You could tell I don't smoke pot. Uh, On the windowsill, did she put it out there? Yeah, she snubbed it out. She snubbed no. it out on the side of the Walsh okay. house. There's a pot? <laughs> and I'm sorry, did she say my mom's into incense? She's, I'm a boomer? Wait, what? A boomer. She called herself a boomer, which is what we call ourselves because we don't know how to use a computer. We're not boomers. We're Gen X. What is a boomer? A boomer is the generation before us, the baby boomers. Oh, baby boomers. That's what I assume she meant. Oh, I love that movie with Diane Keaton and she makes baby food. Oh, my amazing. I've never seen baby that movie. I love it. You would love I it. Would. So good. Oh. I love Diane Keaton so that. I know. You have to see that one. You would love it. It's great. That's the baby room, Tori. That's because she's having a baby. She's not a boomer. Yes. But it's still a random reference. Like, I don't get it. But I, I don't know. So anyway, the pot thing. Mm-hmm. she's just so bad you know we'll, we'll, let's just keep talking about valerie and dylan for a second or that that whole side of the storyline um i just i feel like when i see them together it upsets me because they're not right for each other they're not good for each other and he's really going down a bad bad road and she's helping him and it bothers me so much like i don't even want to watch it but they're so hot together oh my god you think they have their you guys like their I like their makeup scene. Sorry. You do? Yeah. Like, I sort of like her with Steve better. I, something what? I know. Unpopular <laughs> opinion. because you like Steve the most. <laughs> you want him to be with her. And he I wants to be with her, clearly. Ooh, he said uh, something about, if I don't get with this girl, oh, that was so good. Walk. That was, was so like, gross. Yo. That was so gross. The references in this one were next level. Funny. I thought they were funny. You know me. I, I like that. The kids are older now. Yeah. yeah. Tori, I agree with you completely. They were funny. We there now. We'll go. They were funny. They were they were clever and funny, but it was like, oh, what show am I watching? There were a lot of like adult innuendos. Yes. And like yep. I said, they weren't as cheesy as some of the Valerie Dillon stuff. They were a little bit more. Um, it's getting to be the more uh, the real humor of the cast in real life and getting comfortable and just throwing in zingers. Yes. That's so interesting you say that because that that kind of is landing on me. Because when you guys tell me stories of how y'all were, mm-hmm. that is Off sort of being yes. more incorporated. That's a great, great. Yeah, great sort of note. I think you're right. And this did feel some of the lines, especially with the boys, felt like how they probably were talking to each other in real life. Correct. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I do not like Dylan and Valerie. It's he's too mean. He's so oh, mean. mean. 
she's everybody though he's mean to everybody i don't know how he gets away with that like he's mean to steve he he's so mean and i guess we're supposed to interpret as he's a mean drunk like i guess so why would you come over here without calling and then she just is like so sexual about it but she rolls with it she's clever it's like yeah she's a crafty character very crafty and kind of cunning cunning yeah that's a good word but to me if she's a, a such a strong woman who owns her everything right she owns her power she owns her sexuality i would never put up with a guy talking to me like that do you know that's, what i'm saying that's a good point but she's just trying to get something out of him like yeah. she has a motive yeah so she's not gonna let anything stop her and she is smart she's the only one who's figured out he doesn't have money she's like he doesn't behave like someone with money he behaves like somebody who needs money and she's the only one who's figuring out what's going on with him but yet she still like triples down and like wants to be with this guy who treats her like dog poop probably because he's good in the sack but she's aware of it it's it's different if she's doing it it's not desperate it's not it's it's a clever i feel like she knows what she's getting she doesn't want more than that and so she's like I'm fine with this. This is the way it is. I I can accept this challenge. Let's do it. Mm, also, challenge. Like, he, I think challenge. He also is like he. They're on the same like devious path, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. you like to hang out. People like to when they're you know being bad. They like to hang out with other people that are being bad. Yeah, I thought there was an interesting sort of uh, situation with Kelly and Donna in this episode, in that. Donna, to me, is usually the one who's always right, right? Like, she is. She always kind of gets it. She's got people figured out. She's usually right. And in this case, Mm -hmm. Kelly actually is right about Valerie, but people sort of think she's being mean. Like, Donna's like, I like her, you know, seeing the best in her. Yeah, I think Kelly's usually the one that's like, kind of like what Donna said, like, you always think the worst of people. She doesn't think the worst of people. She just questions people's motives i think more than maybe she should or maybe than other characters but kelly is right about her but donna's usually right about like other things but i think kelly has a good sense of people's true nature like she feels like i feel like she knows what she's dealing with and i feel like when donna starts to hang out with her more she doesn't really know her yet that's when donna usually can see what's going on and she hasn't Mm -hmm. that's true i've seen her more and I don't want to use the most overly used psychological phrase, gaslighting, but like that was some aggressive gaslighting there, Valerie, when she's fully making out with Dylan, Kelly mm-hmm. fully sees it. And then they come out of the peach pit and she literally tried yeah, to use some kind of talking about. Yeah. Like that didn't happen. <laughs> no, he like made a move on me. And I, I mean, I had no oh, choice. Right. What? Yeah, you what? do. You could have not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What in the actual what? Like, <laughs> there were so many things in this episode where I'm just like, oh, my God. I don't remember in real life when we were filming this. I do not remember Dylan ever owning the peach pit. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Is, for me, it doesn't track at all. It was from when the brother wanted to sell it when Nat had his heart attack. Yeah, yeah. And Dylan well, came I in and saved now, the day. Yeah. I'm watching it, but like I don't I don't remember that ever happening. Oh, really? And what I don't remember a rave in the peach pit either. Like, what was that? Like, and what were those drinks that Muntz was serving? 
Who thought of that? Was that non-alcoholic? And then there was like a tray of shots that got crashed into and everyone's stepping in the glass, which made me so uncomfortable. I was like, oh, my God, they're just stepping in all that glass. It honestly was the lamest rave I've ever seen. My thing is just the peach pit with the old records on the wall and the jukebox. Like when you kind of look at it, you're like, how campy and just weirdo is this place? Yeah, I can't imagine a rave being there. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, 
Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. How about the earthquake references, you guys? Multiple earthquake references. So when what is the date of this episode? 94. And when was the quake? I know we're right. It had 94. I, 94. 94 was the quake. Right? And then this episode airs. So yeah, like they really were working in the references because because Ray Pruitt is doing retrofitting. <laughs> Ray Pruitt. Enter Ray Pruitt. <laughs> Uh-huh. He's kind of studly. It's so hilarious. And Donna says, can you just take your shirt off? <laughs> Tori, what did you think watching those scenes? It was so funny watching it because I guess at the time, you know, we were all so in that world. I wasn't thinking about it, but like going back and looking at it as a fan, I was like, oh my God, he was like huge at that time. As of what? He was on the show before 90210? Is that why he was known i thought this got him known you guys know he became famous in a movie with john travolta where he he's saying in it sorry um no way oh wait let me look it up okay keep going and i'll get you the name something because he was fam- he got famous for that movie and then my dad nabbed him up for the heights heights that's right yep and then that was at fox when that didn't shout shout it's huge shout. he was became major then he was with drew barrymore that was yep. a huge deal he was on the cover of Max. he was he was huge and then the heights so was the heights before this or after this he was on the heights before this when it got canceled after one season my dad said this guy's major like i want to use him again so he actually if i got this right wrote the song how do you talk to an angel yep. and on the hi- yeah that's right and then he transitioned it into 90210 so Okay, and I don't want to say the wrong thing, Tori, so you tell me. So this guy does shout, and he's, like, blowing up. Then he goes on the heights. Then he has this huge song. Then he comes on 90210, and they write this whack character, and it kind of wrecked his career. That's right. Oh, my God. That's sort of a bummer. Literally how it went. Sort of. (laughs) Like, that's a huge bummer. Wait. Yeah. So the heights was in 1992. It got can't Tori way to go. You had this exactly right. So then he comes on 90210 in 94 to 96. Yeah. And then, yeah, like you guys, I don't want to be like nothing. So he, he was on to serve and protect two episodes, the mumbo jumbo dead last and BH 90210. Like, this is kind of an interesting sort of like if we were doing 90210 university like study. Mm-hmm. This guy had a great career and then he plays this character that's abusive. I don't want to spoiler alert, but like, come on, everybody's seen this. And it kind of ruined his career. 
when we did the Atlanta tune out, did you talk to him about that? He was able to kind of go down that line of being self-deprecating and kind of acknowledging that. I mean, my goodness, like I actually want to talk about this for a second. It's like, I, I need the strike to end so we can have him on. Maybe he'd come on anyway if he's not really working, actually. He is. He's, he full works. He has a career. He's an EMT. He's amazing. No, but I'm saying he's not in SAG. If he's not in SAG, he can come on with us now. Lorraine, let's ask him and see if he can come on now because he's not, he wouldn't be like, there's no issue. He's not in the union. That's so I'll tell you exactly how it went. That's actually crazy. Huge music career, obviously, outside of being an actor as well. Obviously, they didn't do it on purpose. They loved him. And they wanted to redeem him, ultimately. He was supposed to stay on. Oh, my God. And the fans just would not do it. Fans went so, I mean, I'll let, and it's his story to share, but, well, but we can. (laughs) I mean, because it's public, but yeah. Aggressive. They would come up to him in the streets and like, you pushed on down the stairs. They would, I think someone hit him. <gasps> oh my girl- God. So here's my question for you two. I think obviously because 90210 is now at its biggest, we're in season five. So I would argue we'd have to pull the exact ratings, but like it's still at its height, right? This was huge. Because it was so huge and because of the fandom was so massive and we all were blurring. Think about it. People call you guys Kelly and Donna all the time. It's all blurred. And that's why this poor Jamie Walters gets sort of dragged because of Ray Pruitt. He's not Ray Pruitt. He didn't do that. He's a character. But people just blur it so much. Such a good call. That's exactly it. Oh my God, I sort of want to say bless him. Like, that sucks. Because if that happened now, people would be like, that's a character that you played in a TV show, in a movie. You're very different. You could go on social media and be like, this is me. I'm a total, I'm a great human. I would never do something like this. But at the time, that was it. Right, right. And it was so huge. We weren't able to have a real personal voice. Like now you could be like, this is me, right? But you couldn't then. Like, did everyone think you were a virgin forever? Same kind of thing. I know that's so weird. No one ever asked that. <laughs> it's kind of personal. <laughs> well, you're one now. You're still one now. People always thought that I was a boyfriend stealer. Like, you know, I took Dylan from Brenda, which right, that Jenny wasn't even was, the case. That Jenny the was. So, yeah. But the, that they were mad at me, Jenny, because Kelly took Brenda's boyfriend. I'm glad, Tori, you gave the timeline because I had it in my mind totally reversed that he was 90210 came first and that he be, blew up from 90210 and went on to do the heights and had the song. To really learn that it was the opposite. The cover of Interview Magazine with Drew Barrymore, too. Like he was, he was, yeah, he was on the cover. Sorry, I'm sorry. Was there a Rolling Stone shoot with? Before he was on the show with Jamie Walters, um, Luke Perry, Jason Priestley, and one other guy that was hot and huge in the 90s before 90210, wearing white t-shirts because Jamie Walters. Here's my question for you guys. Knowing the behind the scenes that they wanted him to redeem himself and, you know, stay on the show. But how does a character redeem themselves from being like punching and throwing Donna down the stairs? Like, that seems hard to come back from. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of being ahead of its time, I sort of get that the fans were like, F this guy. 
How would they have ever loved him again? No, you can't hate sweet Donna. You can't. You can't push sweet Donna down the stairs. That's just not. Like no character, especially on 90210, is going to be able to redeem themselves from that. I mean, except you would you would think, though, but maybe because he's an original cast member, like David cheated on Donna, the virgin. Like she loved him and did everything. And he cheated on him. He was redeemable. Yeah, but that, I don't buy that either. That's another thing I was going to talk about with this episode was like, I find it really amazing, but unrealistic that Donna is going to be totally cool with Claire totally. and David in her apartment. Jenny. Having uh, agree. I, I said this though. I said like, I would not like, it would not be okay. Like, right. But in that spe- specifically in that, I think it was like the editing bay or something when you're like joking about it. Yeah. Like I, I was like, I don't, I don't buy that. Dude, me either. That does not track because I was in a sorority and I remember girls in the living room basically like having major problems because one girl was dating somebody that one girl in the sorority dated two years earlier. And you're just like, what? And they would claim there was a lot of claiming. Oh, I claimed him. Huh? So, yeah, that did not track for me. I was like, she would be so hurt by her roommate kissing the like, it's not a boy she one time dated. It's like the love of her life, all of high school. What? And they're still pining for each other. Like you see him looking at you with other guys and you notice him with other girls. But yet, because it's Claire, your friend, you you try to be okay. I don't know. I mean, maybe that kind of Dawn is so, so sweet that maybe that what she would have wanted to be like, look, you're my friend and I want you to be happy or whatever, but I don't know. It just didn't. You're right. It does. No, it doesn't track. And Griffin on um, Griffin stone. I feel What's like going to happen with Griffin. Are you going to dump him for Ray Prout? Well, <laughs> it's so weird to see this. Cause at the time I had told you guys in real life, Casper and I, I liked him. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like full blown dating. Like, we liked each other, but then and had something, but then entered Jamie Walters. So hot. Like I had those real feelings in real life. Like, oh my God, who, which, which one of these guys? Yeah. So basically Donna in this episode has three guys in yes. one show. And it, yes. like they're all crossing paths right now. I wish we could have thrown Deshaun back in there and had four. <laughs> Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. 
And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops. Timeless 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You know, it's so funny, Tori, the, the 1990 for me was way more into Ray Pruitt. The 2023 me is way more into Griffin. I'm like, what is going on? Why is she even into I, Ray Pruitt versus? Agreed. But me back then. Back then I was a Jamie Walters fan. Like Donna, Tori totally would be Ray over. But I thought he was a construction worker, you guys. And then he's playing the guitar. I <laughs> He is a construction worker that is a musician. Really? On the job. During a break, Jenny. <laughs> he brings his guitar. Speaking of, though, I thought what Claire and Donna were doing was really not cool. Oh, not cool. I thought you meant like the editing the first part. Sorry, sorry. Not what they were doing. I did not oh, like it either. That they were tricking the guys. It was yucky. And I'm not going to lie, when when Ray Pruitt said, um, is that some kind of rich bitch thing? It was so triggering for me as Tori Spelling from being yeah. thinking I was a rich bitch. Like, and, and I was like, is that why they wrote that? Because I had those like fears back then. Like every, you know, I'm nice. Oh, this Like Donna was so Tori in this episode. I actually was just about to say that. It was really interesting that you guys, uh, you know, that we talked about how like, is particularly in this episode, there's a lot of those script things that felt very true to the real life people. I agree. That was when I was watching that, that was Tori because, and and then coming around and doing the right thing is Tori slash Donna, like going, I don't want to use that clip. You know, it was, it was, 
I liked it. Like go along with it, but then feel guilty. Yeah. Yeah. The himbo bimbo thing. Come on. But this episode was jam packed because we have not talked about the moment that sort of made me cringe. Super cringe. They were really pouring it on thick with Jesse and Andrea being so giggly googly in love. And I just had a pit in my stomach going, oh, God, oh, God. Yeah, that hurt when, when Andrea saw Jesse at work. But he's trying to get them tips, y'all. <laughs> I'm like, he just needs those tips. He's got to do it. He's working it. But, oh, God. I felt so bad for her, though. I did, too. How about Cindy with her couple good eggs or whatever she Oh, my God. That was uncomfortable. And then I was like, wait, you're, I thought you were older. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, Dude, I, come I, on. How old? She's my age. How old do you think she is? In her 40s, at least, in, the, in this? Well, the kids are 20. She didn't have them at 20. She's 45, at least. Mm-hmm. She's going to be having those hot flashes like me. Come on. You can still have a few good eggs at 45. I don't know. I actually Googled I it. Naturally, had, I mean, we didn't expect it, but at 44. I think it just keeps dropping because I Googled odds of getting pregnant at 49 and it's like 2%. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I had an OBGYN come up and be like, I said, uh, all my kids were natural. Like they, we just didn't play and they came and they came. Um, mm-hmm. And she said it was like a fi- less than a 5% chance that <gasps> I went with him naturally at 44. It's wild. Yeah. So Cindy or Cindy, I don't know. They should have another baby though. Oh, Jen, I meant to tell you this. I feel like Valerie on the show, sorry, Kelly, she's taking all of Kelly's men, but this is crossing into Jenny now because she makes the moves on Jim Walsh. He was flirting with my man. Yeah, that's why I wanted to bring that up because not then, but the Jenny now looks back and finds Jim Walsh. A hottie. There you go. An HFD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it made me laugh out loud watching Oh, her my God. That's the final movie. straw. I got to go back in time right. and pick this girl's ass. And she's moving in on my gym. Oh, my God. Uh, hilarious. Oh well, God. what do you guys rate this episode? Wait, we're done? No, I, I love it so much. much. I think I need a little bit more. I need a little bit more. You want to talk about my bad haircut? How about that? Can we talk about how the hair is getting shorter and shorter? Why do I have a flippy do? Like, I'm not. It's it's almost like a mullet. But you know what? It looks good. Sometimes. Sometimes. That is not an easy haircut. Your face is so beautiful. It's like, it's like, it's like, like an M. Like, I can see your face and it's just, ah. This is my haircut from back then. Hold on. It's like a bad shag. It's like a goat. Honestly, it looks like a goat or a weed whacker. Wait, this one you think is bad? This one? It's, this it gets is shorter, I think. Yeah. Oh, God. I think the shorter is going to look better than this is like a two-tone, like a bi-level mullet. Let's you talk about the combat boots on everybody, though. Oh, and the Mary Jeans. Mary Jeans are... This is when they first started. Enter Mary Janes. And now they're in right now. Oh, yeah. You're Mary Janes. But did you see? So you were wearing the Mary Janes with the white socks and the baby doll dress with the clip clip clips. Jenny's wearing denim shorts, respect, but with combat boots, like real tough boots for the wet Mm T-shirt. 
so yeah. good. Those jean shorts look good. You know, <laughs> also, that's right. Uh, Valerie's wearing, she's sort of wearing a low cut black top with mm-hmm. the jeans and then the combat boots again. I mean, it was really the Doc Martens kind of, I guess they were Doc Martens sort of. This was the Doc Martin era. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the fashion? Good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel good about the fashion. <laughs> Mid 90s is way better than early 90s. Let's say that. Okay, before we go, I know we have to rate that episode. We do start to get a little bit of like t- Kelly's got the gift for Erica and you bring up Suzanne and Kevin. We're getting a sprinkle back in that I'm hoping soon we're going to know he has no money and that he's going to get clean. I'm like pretty sick of, you know, yep. the thing that people don't know. It's like, can can we just have the truth come out? Mm-hmm. The dreams of Dylan McKay coming soon. Oh, gosh. You're right. I think they are in this season. (laughs) And he knows. (laughs) Those were the weirdest episodes ever. The best best one, though. I got to make out with Luke. The dream sequence. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Speaking of making out, you had a kiss in the scene and I definitely saw tongue. Oh, when, when, um, yes. I saw it. I saw that tongue. Yes, they have a big kiss. Casper. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah, <laughs> fair. That's all she's got to say. Yes. My worst fashion moment for me was Dylan's torn shirt. The sleeveless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he loved a sleeveless shirt, though. You know, I remember seeing him in shirts with the with the sleeves gone. Cut, cut off. That's it. I would give this episode. Hmm. What do you think? A seven? Oh, 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 my God. I don't know. I'm just kind of, I didn't like the rave. I didn't like the nine. Obviously, it's a nine. Hold <laughs> giving it a 10. You Thank guys, you, Tori. Thank okay, you. a 10 because of Ray Perlet. Probably you like him. The, no, the I'm sorry. The Kelly and Dylan and Valerie thing. Kelly and Valerie is like seeing them go head to head. I'm like there for it. Sorry. I, it's like girl drama, boy drama. Oh my gosh. The whole thing was drama rama and I loved it. Yeah, Kelly's definitely mad mm-hmm. dogging on Val a lot. I liked how jam-packed it was too. I didn't have a moment of like a wasted scene really. Like it was just packed full of storylines. Yep. Season five is thriving. People thriving. like this season. People like it. I love it so much. <laughs> Well, we will be back next week with yet another episode. We will be covering uh, season five, episode six, Homecoming. Maybe Brenda's coming home, you guys. From London? Yeah, it's, it's called Homecoming. I don't oh, want to say it. Just Homecoming Dance. Do they do that at college? She's never coming home, Jenny. <laughs> that doesn't happen. She never comes home. They always come home. She came for BH90210. She didn't come home till then. She came home. They always come home, though. Homecoming. Wait, Amy, just tease it a little. Like, what does that name mean? Homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. I actually can't remember why it's called that. I I wish I could. I actually don't remember why it's called that. I just know we're getting, we're going to get a lot more of the, uh, we're getting a lot more good stuff. I'll say Mm -hmm. that. I, I almost gave more. I, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, it's gonna pumpkin get... patch next. Pumpkin patch. 
No I'm trying to remember, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. There's a lot of Ray. There's a love triangle. There's a lot of drama. Okay. Wait, there's a love triangle with Ray and Donna and... Yeah, she's gonna. Well, I, you guys don't make me oh. give. You don't make me give things away. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Am I real in real life? What happened? It was. Oh my god! Wait for it. We'll <laughs> wait for it next week, you guys. <laughs> Love you. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.